Hey friends, Josh here. There's nothing more nostalgic when drinking beer than hearing the hiss of that bottle open up and release the aromatic siren song of hops, malted barley, and yeast. If drinking from a bottle is your thing, of course. Drinking a cold one from the bottle is cool, but having a draft poured straight from the keg, much more sophisticated. Also, tapping a keg is much more entertaining than a twist-off. As Pine Glass Preachers looks to grow, we need the help of you, our listener, to tap the keg. Tapping the PGP keg will help us cover the cost of producing one of the most mediocre podcasts available in 2018. So visit www.gofundme.com slash tap the keg to make your donation and tap the keg keeping twist-offs off our table for at least the next 12 months. Your gift to us, by the way, will in no way be tax deductible. So why not? Just head over to www.gofundme.com slash tap the keg. You can even stay in your Walmart-appropriate pajamas without having to get in your car. Or you could just do it the easy way and just pull it up on your mobile or desktop device right now. Thank you for listening and joining Gabe, Tom, and I around the table for occasional chats. Cheers. Now, on to the episode. Copernicus. Gravity. Imagine dragons. Wait, I screwed up. I screwed up. Welcome to Science with Brian, a special edition of Pine Quest Preachers with Dr. Brian O'Neill. Today, we will be discussing the metaphysical limits of the fabric of space time. Think of space time as a membrane of infinite universes stretch across all we can imagine into an infinite multiverse. And in each of these, I'm smarter than my brother. Flat Earth Theory. <laughs> Lab coats. Lab redoodles. And welcome to another episode of Science with Brian. We are with our good friend, Dr. Brian O'Neill. He's a friend to some, brother to others, lover to even others. But around here, we just call him Dr. Brian O'Neill. And uh, Dr. Brian, while we've got you, we have got one more science question uh, with you, uh, for you. And uh, this is one, I, I'm asking for a friend, okay? Just asking <laughs> for a friend. Uh, just, just a friend who's curious. What would be the best type of swamp to bury a body in. This is a hypothetical for a friend. I don't have anything in my in my trunk. What would be the best type of swamp to bury a body in? Somebody you know, has to write We need to be careful with this because in the news there was a pastor in North Carolina who like was a big fan of American Psycho and actually killed his wife under the auspice of like cold medicine. What? So, don't incriminate yourself, Gabe. Well, my wife is still very much alive. Thank you. Prove and it. Child. Prove it. She's asleep and it's 1030 at night. <laughs> right. So the best type of swamp. Well, first off, we got to think about um, a variety of factors, right? What okay. is what is your goal? Is your goal to... Um, not, not my goal, my friend's goal. Oh, right, right. Utter That's decomposition right. would be my guess. Well, well, do you like, do you never need the body to be found do we don't want. We don't want to get, go to jail. 
You, you just don't want, you want to get away with it. Yeah, well, my friend never wants this body to be found. Well, now we know who the friend is because Tom just used the first person plural about not wanting to go to jail. Really trying to, to cover we your tracks. Trying bro. to protect you, Tom. We were trying to protect you, but now you're on your own. Ryan, go ahead. Yeah. So there's a difference between you know finding the body in a hundred years or um, you know just never ever finding the body. So the like, you know, you got to think about whether people are going to be there, right? So you can't choose a swamp in. Um, you know, populated areas, but the more less populated you get, right? Generally, you think about up north, it's colder, there's less decomposition, okay? So there's like basically all across northern Canada, there's like bogs that have low acidity, which are real, they're they're very acidic, so you can't bury a body there. Or you can bury a body there, but it's never going to decompose. We found bodies that are like four or five thousand years old. They still have all their tools on them. Really cool things, but you could you could still trace it back to you, right? Right. I don't want that. I mean, my friend doesn't want that. Yeah, your your friend doesn't want that, right? So you got to think about okay, we need some place where there's no uh, where there's a lot of decomposition. I think Josh, you were right where you were saying utter decomposition as fast as possible, right? Yeah, let's Walter White this ish. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Splice it up, put them in those blue barrels. Pour a bunch of weird acid-looking stuff and just melt them into yeah, oblivion yeah. and pour them down the drain. But yep. then, you, but then you got all that that stuff that you need to deal with. Just let nature do its course. Yeah, I mean that's ideal, to, right? Yeah, Kick yeah worms, yeah. maggots. Yeah, lice, so... ticks, <laughs> feral barn so... cats, stink on, bugs. But but then but then then you got to keep it, you know, above ground. We can't have that, right? No, no it's got to be in so, the swamp. So bring it to a swamp that, first off, I'm going to change the premise of your question because you don't want it in a swamp, Gabe. What? You you, you said swamp. swamp. Peat bog? Peat bog? No, peat, peat bog that, that has the low decomposition, right? Oh, okay, all right. I don't want a swamp. It's in, in a river where there would be flow, and you can't have that, right? This is true. Because then it's going to take the body and it could wash it to somewhere else. You know, because who knows where it's going to turn up, right? Right, right. Even if you chain it down, that's not going to work, right? No, no. We've all seen that movie. Yeah, yeah. they've tried that in the Hudson River for decades, it, and it lobsters work. are still going to jail. And I right. tell you what, that Law and Order SVU crew always finds them. Always. <laughs> so put it in a place where there's no rivers, where there's a lot of vegetation, right? No rivers, a lot of vegetation. Check. Because you want the vegetation to grow over it mm-hmm. or put it underneath. There's these floating uh, floating uh, vegetation mats where if you could like dig a hole and put them under there, then they would just decomposition, decompose under this floating vegetation. Question. No, no one Wait, like a lily pad? Mm, more like, like cattails. Now, does floating oh. vegetation, like does vegetation, will it speed up the decomposition process or is this just hiding it? Is this just camouflage or is it actually eating up the body? Um, so the, the vegetation itself wouldn't speed it up, right? But okay. but well, that, that's not completely true. The more vegetation you would have that's growing and dying, the more bacteria that you would have to, grow, to uh, break that down. Okay. So... So I want I want a I want a body of water that's got a pretty like 
uh, its circle of life moves rapidly, right? Yes. Like we eat yep. the antelope and the antelope, you know, we die and turn into grass and the antelope eat the grass like that. Yep. That deal. I saw that in a movie once. Okay. Right. So, you know, this being said, Gabe, you're in Michigan. Tom, you're in Minnesota. Josh, you're in Tennessee, right? Yep. We're going yep. to Tennessee. You got to go to Tennessee, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you, Josh, you could much more easily get away with it, right? Because lower temperature, higher temperatures, more decomposition, more bacteria, going to do a better job. Oh, yeah. I've already got away with like three. I mean, <laughs> the Tennessee River seems like a great place to bury a body. Nope, not a river. No, not, not a river. river next, next to the Tennessee River. Oh, okay. So, so what you're, what you want is, you know, in the south, southeastern U.S., where there's a lot of water, maybe some gators to, you know. Oh, that doesn't hurt. Yep. Um, and then there's some places in like way down south in Florida that have fires that come through their uh, their wetlands, so they would burn up the body every, you know, three years and even. Um, so really, Florida is maybe the place to go. Yep. So we just our my friend. I'll just have him like hang out with Josh for a little bit, drive through Georgia, and good to go. Right. The question is, do you, do you then wait? Do you like bring the person down there and kill them down there because it's a lot easier to get them down there versus then like transporting a dead body across state lines state and lines. things like that? I mean, that just seems messy and more opportunities to get in trouble there i mean i feel like versus... we're really turning away from the science part here but <laughs> i feel like a body that is not sound harsh but a body that's not fighting back is going to be a lot easier to transport yeah um, also it would be them. more suspicious to see someone like say gagged and bound sitting in your back seat than like a body in the trunk that no one could see it's true yep it's or in true. a trailer i mean it's trade-offs right yeah Yep. Always got to be thinking about those things. It's good. Well, this has been a morbid episode. Really uh, dark. Very listen, dark. Good listener. None of us have killed anyone that I know of, at least. No. And we're not planning on it. But now you know. If you want to hide a body, don't do it in a river. Don't do it in a in a bog up north where the acid's going to preserve it forever. Want to go to a place where the foliage is going to grow over it hopefully going to die a lot and a bunch of new stuff's going to rise again. You want a lot of bacteria to decompose that bad boy. Can I just say I have a really terrible fundamental understanding of science? Because when you say high acid, I think lots of decomposition, but apparently that's not correct. It is not. Okay. Well, for another episode. For another. Ooh, actually, yeah, because that's like, because like fruit salads, if you throw a little uh, lemon juice in there, uh, it'll last a bit longer. Yep. Ceviche. Ceviche. Camarones. Mariscos. All right. If, if you really think about it, when Ceviche. you have like the bad guy who gets thrown into the big vat of acid, the acid just eats up the bad guy and that, that's gone. That's the same thing that the acid is doing to the little bacterias and things like that. It would eat up the bacteria. So you want, you, you want the bacteria to eat up the body. Mmm. Now you're thinking, now you're thinking, quote unquote, friend. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, Brian. Thanks for being science with Brian with us. Thank you. Cannot wait for what future scientific questionings 
and interrogations will bring. I look forward to it. C squared. Curia. Triangles. Simple mitosis. Mitosis? Does he smell breath? <laughs> no! That's when the cell multiplies. Oh, that's halitosis. That's halitosis. <laughs> <laughs>